ummed and awed about releasing this podcast today. In light of the protests and horrific murder of George Floyd and how everyone as humanity needs to listen and learn more about racism and its continual presence, whether we think it is there or not, we need to learn. I sat with myself, my own thoughts, and I listened to what I felt was right inside of me. And what came up as obvious is that my message is important and therefore here it is. The topic of this week's podcast has taught me how strong our subtle connections are. And this week I've chatted online with my friends in the US who are trying to work out what they need to be doing, as are we all. It's about learning and knowing that regardless, we are connected. My heart and love go out to everyone hurting at this time. What is felt by one is felt by all. My intention is that this episode brings you some peace and reassurance. Hello and welcome to the Joe Yoga Life Diaries podcast. This is episode two and today I'm going to talk to you about experiencing online festivals. Because of This summer and COVID-19, there's been so many cancellations and everybody's life is changing. And because of that, a lot of the summer events, the really big things, Glastonbury, Wanderlust, Latitude, have all been cancelled, unfortunately. So we're having to look at different ways of doing things and trying to find new ways of doing things that we love to do before, before the whole COVID-19. And one of the festivals that I always go to and thoroughly enjoy is the Great British Kundalini Yoga Festival, which is held down, well, it's normally around London and the London suburbs. And of course, this year it was cancelled. And so they took it online. Now, to begin with, I was a little bit sceptical about it because how can you have a festival with all the connections and the joys and things of when you're sat behind a computer but i'll come to that later so the british kundalini yoga festival is where you know the whole sangat the whole community of kundalini yoga we all come together lots of workshops um there's a children's camp there's a red tent for the women this year there was workshops for men only There's the dining hall, you know, it's all geared around the food and the savour experience. And savour is, means selfless service. So it's, it's something that you have to do and you have to practice when you're training and all the time, really. It's a, it's a thing that you do with absolutely no benefit for yourself. It's to benefit others. And the whole ethos of the festival is run on this. Um, And so my expectations when I knew that it was going to be going online were that, there's not going to be the connections, you're not going to be able to see your friends, there's not going to be that community feeling that you have when you're all meditating together, Uh, there's not going to be the fun of the children's camp and children running around um, and the food hall is missing and all that sort of thing. So I did have quite a few quite low expectations actually and I didn't actually commit or decide that I was going to be a part of it until very, very late on last week. The opening ceremony was on Thursday, the 28th of May. And I think I decided that I was going to 
uh, attend on the Wednesday, something like that. It was very, very late. And so I paid my donation and then I got a ticket to access all of the Zoom workshops and classes. And let me start by telling you that it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It was so fantastic. Uh, Right from the opening ceremony started because it was very much run on the same way that it's run when we're actually physically together. You've got the people who are in charge of certain areas, you know, who are running the red tent or running the day program or running the sadhana and they'd all say their bit and, and they were so excited and so enthusiastic that it was really, really infectious and it made me really start to feel like, okay, I'm really part of something here. And Right from the first sadhana in the morning, so we got up. If you aren't sure what sadhana is, sadhana is basically a daily practice. So you do your, as a yogi, you do your sadhana. And sometimes that might be a three-minute meditation or, you know, sitting outside quietly. It doesn't have to be a mass two-hour yoga practice. And anyone who knows me and has been following me for a while, you know that that's part of my absolute ethos is that yoga is a lifestyle thing. It's not a two hours on the mat every day. It's got to fit in with what your lifestyle's like. But when we're at a festival, we do a full Aquarian sadhana, which is a good two hours of meditation, chanting, and yoga. And right from the first sadhana on the Friday morning, when that finished... And it was kind of like, okay, so what we've got coming up today is these workshops happening here. Go and have your breakfast. Go and drop into reception and have a little chat, have a cup of tea. And I just felt I was there. I felt that we were all connected, that we were all part of something really, really quite magical and trailblazing in a way because we we were all over the place. You know, there were people in America. We were all over the world and yet so connected it was just a gorgeous gorgeous thing and I'm going to come back to the connection side of it in a moment some of the other pros though of of it being online were that you got to attend every workshop you wanted to in the past when you get big names coming to the festival the the workshops get crowded of course they do and so you'd queue and you not fight but you know you've got to get your floor space and and you might have to queue quite early to get in and to get to get a good spot so you can hear well and and have your own little space in the world there wasn't that problem at all you know you turned up Five minutes before the workshop was due to start in your own space with a cup of tea next to you, with your mats, with your own personal things around you. And so you got to every workshop you wanted to go to. You knew you were going to get in there. So there was no queuing. And one of the other things as well is um, sometimes I'm not in the mood for crowds as you know, we're all like that. We're creatures of emotions and roller coasters. So some days I don't want to socialize and I don't want to be around other people. And so there was no awkwardness, you know, there was no like standing in a queue and making polite conversation or sometimes the conversations can go very intense at these places. You know, you're doing a lot of processing, a lot of meditating, and you might just want to have a conversation about something silly, but you end up having a very deep conversation. And there was none of that. You didn't have to 
do anything that you that made you feel uncomfortable you were in your own home in your own surroundings and on the plus side of that you get to sleep in your own bed so you'd finish the day feeling amazing and you went to your own bed rather than a dorm or a uncomfortable camp bed and it was just wonderful really really lovely but on the other side of that so yes there was the fact that you weren't physically with your friends and there were people there that I saw on zoom that I would love to have had a little catch up with and a cup of tea because I haven't seen them since like last year or the yoga show or something like that so there were people that you would love to have spent time with and I couldn't so there was that but of course there's always the option to reach out outside of of the festival of course of course um there were a, a couple of technical issues not many I must say, compared to how much was going on all of the time, massive, massive hands up to the technical crew. If any of you are listening, my goodness, what a fantastic job you did. There were very few technical issues, but sometimes, well, there are even when we're actually physically there in the space. But when you're physically there in the space, you can see the technicians doing the work and you know something's happening. When you're in front of a computer screen, you're not quite sure whether it's, okay, is it my connection that's gone down? Is something going to happen? They were very good at keeping us connected and communicating. But yeah, there were times, that, oh, okay, that one's running a bit late. I don't know quite what to do. And and also um, the Kirtan at night. So like the musical, just sit back and listen to the lovely songs. Some of the sound on those were a little bit, you know, not as crisp and gorgeous as you'd feel if you were actually sat in the room but aside from that it was still you still felt joy and the just the loveliness of the of the sounds and so one of the things I would say though if you are considering doing a a workshop I mean absolutely go for it it's so good it's a great opportunity to try something new maybe dip your toe into an immersive festival like this. People always go to the Kundalini Yoga Festival who have never done Kundalini Yoga, which I think, wow, that is so brave to really dive in like that. Really, really brave. Last year, I shared a dorm with a girl who had never done it before. And I was like, whoa, this is intense. But um, you can do that from the comfort of your own home and see, you know, literally just dip your toe, see what you think. Um, so a great way to do it it's a cheaper way as well because this year what they had was the option to you could just pay 10 pounds if you've been furloughed and no money coming in Um, and as most of us yoga teachers it's not a case of being furloughed because we're self-employed so there was a lot of people who had lost a lot of money so they gave you an option of like we can have everything for 10 pounds I think key workers were free or something like that fantastic or you could donate some so you know I donated more but a lot less than what I would pay to have actually physically gone there Um, and I still got to enjoy all of it and in my eyes in a more comfortable way than I would have done if I was there for the reasons I mentioned before Um, but what I will say is that you really need to try and immerse yourself in it I have the luxury of I was able to say to my son and my partner that I wanted to be part of this festival and therefore they asked me for nothing 
all weekend. It was literally, I was in the house and around, but I've got another yoga thing coming up in half an hour and they're like, right, that's fine. They gave me space. They didn't expect me to do anything. And it was, you know, I was still in the house, but it was, I could have almost been there, been away from them. So I had that beauty of that. I, you know, I, I could take such huge amounts of time to myself um, on the Saturday night, we had Kirtan with some bands that Craig has seen with me before as well. So he got to enjoy that. He got to be part of it too. And there was the children's camp, even though Charlie's a bit old for that now. And, and uh, it's not his sort of thing. So he was off doing his own thing. But I really did have the opportunity to immerse myself. So if you are going to do um, an online festival like this, give yourself a chunk of time and immerse yourself in it go for it yeah um but I want to just go back to the connection that I was talking about a few minutes ago the connections were so strong and I don't mean just the internet connection I mean the actual physical feeling of being in a space with other people there were times when you sat in meditation and in fact I think the opening ceremony started like this we were sat in easy pose with our hands on our knees palms facing up and she said hold the hand of the person next to you and it was amazing it just felt so wonderful like as if all around the world we were sat holding hands that connection and I felt it during sadhana we were practicing together I felt it in every workshop in the kirtan in the chanting just those connections were really strong and I am not the only person who felt it I know for a fact that other people felt it as well and there'd be times in the workshop so normally on the screen you'd have the speaker talking and they'd be big on the screen and when we get to a point and I just I'd have a little look through just to see everybody else see who I knew and see how they were and you might have a little private chat as well uh, through zoom Um, but those connections were real and it's shown me how strong and how powerful the subtle body is which is the ninth body in kundalini yoga we learn about the 10 bodies they are the 10 facets of us as a being so not just the physical bones muscle um there's actually 10 bodies the physical body is just one of them and the subtle body which is the ninth body that is When the subtle body is strong, you have a great finesse and calmness about you. And it's your ability to be able to feel what you can't see. It's that real, what's called the subtle body. So it's that subtleness of you. Able to walk into a room and and judge straight away the feel of the room. Is it a happy room? It is a, a dark place. And it's that being able to feel as I said, what you can't see. And that was exactly how that how it was, how those connections were working through the strength of the subtle body. And I'm going to do a little chant with you right now that helps to strengthen the subtle body. So just for a couple of minutes, we're going to do this. The mantra is sa re sa 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 re sa 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 re sa 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 re so hung. OK, 
Okay. And then it's ha, H-A-R, ha, de, hada, hada, ha, de, hada, hada, ha, de, hada, hada, ha, dung. Okay. So just bring your hands just to rest on your knees or wherever you are. Take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And breathe in. And breathe out. And the word sa means like infinity, like that stretching out extra part of you that goes beyond the physical body. And hara means like the, the creative force. And sa de sa 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 de sa 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 de sa sa so hung. Hara day, hara, hara, hara day, hara, hara, hara day, hara, hara, harang. Sare, sara, sara, sare, sara, sara, sare, sara, sara, so hung. Hare, hara, hara, hare, hara, hara, hare, hara, hara, harang. Sare, sara, sara, sare, sara, sara, sare, sara, sara, so hung. Hare, hara, hara, hare, hara, hara, hare, hara, 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 rang. Deep breath in. And breathe out. And again, breathing in. And breathe out. Good. Feels nice. So that was just a little chance to help strengthen the subtle body, which, as I say, through this festival, I found really, really strong and really profound. And it's just really deep in my connections. And especially at a time when we are disconnected I know we're coming out of lockdown now but when we have been so disconnected from each other and we've not been able to have these big group gatherings to strengthen the subtle body and still have that connection with others is something really beautiful and you can create that right now today for yourself just by doing that little chant and going back to the online festival I definitely definitely felt that I was part of something big part of something huge and it's ignited my own practice now my own meditations so I would definitely say if you are considering doing any kind of online festival or online program this summer go for it do it it's absolutely worth the effort because you can just still feel everything you need to feel and as I say the the pros were just brilliant absolutely brilliant and um so yeah and if you do, please let me know. Let me know how it goes. I'd love to know. Anyway, thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. If anything resonated or you feel inspired to, please share as that is how we spread the healing. To learn more about me, my teachings or any of the Joe Yoga programs, go to www.joyogauk.co.uk and I'll see you next time. Bye.